can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy Duplacito, and the Celtics come out with a 126-120 victory over the Brooklyn Nets. A healthy Brooklyn Nets, minus uh, Ben Simmons. So no excuse for today's win. Uh, No one's going to be able to say that this wasn't impressive because they were a G League squad. This was a great win. Uh, Gonna follow today's podcast slightly differently. There are not a lot of negatives to take from today. Sure, the Nets scored 120 points. Uh, That's because Kevin Durant is absolutely incredible. So with that being said, going to go through player of the game, going to talk about some of the positives here, and I'm going to end here with a standings update and kind of where things might shake out here. Uh, But to get things started off, player of the game cannot go to anyone besides Jason Tatum. This was an all-time performance for Jason Tatum, and I know we've said this a million times over the course of the last two years here. This is the fourth 50-point game for Jason Tatum, which ties Larry Bird for most 50-point games in franchise history. And Jason Tatum is 24 years old. So that is super impressive. Total stat line for him today, 54 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, only 2 turnovers. Super efficient from the field. 16 of 30 from the field. 8 of 15 from 3. 14 of 17 from the free throw line. This is one of, if not the best performance that we have seen from Jason Tatum. And one of the impressive parts of tonight is the fact that he did this all without taking a bad shot. And I'm... Like, hand to God, truly believe that. There were there are so many times where Jason Tatum gets in a groove and will throw up a bunch of heat checks. And to his credit, he makes them because he's in an incredible zone. Tonight, I don't I don't feel like there were any heat checks. Jason Tatum went out there for 41 minutes and made the right play every single time. Like, this is just such an impressive performance from him. Uh, And a lot of it comes down to the fact that he is driving to the hoop and using his muscle to his advantage. And this is like the the new Jason Tatum. We've been talking about this for the last, what, three weeks? Honestly, it's gonna be more than that. We'll call it since 2022. So in the last... Two months, two full months, this is the Jason Tatum we've been seeing. This is the Jason Tatum that is getting MVP chance at the end of today's game. Right? This Jason Tatum is capable of doing a lot. You know, I have talked about it over the last, you know, couple weeks here about Jason Tatum's game elevating and how it over the last three, four months, over the course of this season, you really see 
Jason Tatum's game evolving. And I don't think he's taking as many poor, ill-advised shots. He's trying to find guys. He's recognizing the double team, making the right pass. And everything is just coming together beautifully. Like, Jason Tatum got MVP chance tonight. Deservedly so. This is an all-time performance as far as, you know, putting your team on your back goes. Like, he got people involved, uh, but he just he just made the right plays over and over and over, uh, which is just great to see. It really is. Uh, you know, he ended with three assists. That's not really doing it justice because some of the passes that he made today were unbelievable. And other guys were struggling shooting at points, uh, but some of his passes today were incredible. There are two plays that I want to highlight. One of which, late in the game, he had uh, Bruce Brown and Kyrie doubling him. He somehow split the double, crossed up Bruce Brown, got to the rim for two. Like, all-time tough performance. Right? Like, that is a really, really hard shot to make. Really hard shot to make. He's a 6'10 guy with muscle splitting two guards, crossing one of them up and getting to the rim. That is such a difficult shot. And he made it happen. The other play that I absolutely loved tonight, loved tonight, was Jason Tatum had a sh- had what should have been a three-point shot, but the guy ended up, I think it was Bruce Brown again, closed on him. Jason Tatum passes in the air to Robert Williams, relocates in the deep corner. Time Lord gets it back to him. Bruce Brown's like at the top of the key, basically, at this point, because he thought that that was the end of the possession. Jason Tatum walks away with a easy, easy corner three. Like he had a good four seconds to just sit there and wait before anyone got to him and he drained it. Like him seeing these opportunities and making these plays is something that we're not, we haven't seen throughout his entire career. Uh, But this really is just a, a unbelievable, unbelievable performance. So this is now 14 out of our last 16 games we've won. Very impressive. Very impressive. Uh, Listen, as good as Jason Tatum was tonight, he wasn't the only one that went out there and performed at a super high level. So I want to dive into some of the other guys here. But I think the first person that I want to start with is Jalen Brown. And I'm not saying that he was the second best player because I I actually don't think he was tonight. I think Al Horford was that guy. I thought Al was fantastic tonight. Uh, Time Lord had an unbelievable game. Jalen Brown tonight struggled at the beginning. Like really, really struggled uh, to get his shot going. At the end of the third, he only had 13 points. Ended up with 21. Uh, 21, 4, and 5, as well as three steals. But this is another guy that had a fairly efficient night. Like, he only took 17 shots. uh, But you know, like, Jason Tatum is just absolutely cooking. He 
gave the ball to Jason Tatum a lot down the stretch because Tatum was making the right plays. But Jalen Brown tonight, looking past the fact that he had 21 points, he had five assists, and Jalen Brown continues to develop. We've talked on this podcast, and the narrative has been that they can't play together. These guys aren't making you know their teammates better. That entire narrative has completely flipped. And a lot of it is coming down to the fact that both of the Jays are becoming incredibly better passers over the last couple months. Jalen Brown specifically has like completely he's almost doubled his assist performances over the last couple months compared to what he was doing. Like Jalen Brown really is stepping up when this team needs him to. And while it was ugly shooting wise or scoring wise in the beginning of today's game, again, only having 13 points after the third quarter, he stepped it up in the fourth and really like made a big impact. And that's what you love to see from your number 1A, 1B, 2, whatever you want to call him at this point. Uh, that's the type of performance that you need. You need these guys stepping up in big spots. Uh, and I think Jalen Brown did that tonight in a major way. Uh, but you look, the two big men, Al Horford, Robert Williams tonight, fantastic performances. And I will say this. This will be the one negative I'll throw into this mix here. The Brooklyn Nets had a ridiculous amount of offensive rebounds uh, and second chance points. They had 12 offensive rebounds, which is a ton, especially considering the Celtics are, you know, one of the better rebounding teams with Al and Time Lord in there. Uh, but you look tonight, take away that aspect, the fact that they got so many offensive rebounds, they performed at a super high level tonight. You know, Al Horford, 13 points, 7 rebounds, 4 assists, a steal, and a block. Time Lord, 10 points, 8 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, 5 blocks. Like, these are the types of performances that show how great of a defensive team this team can be. You know, both of our big men, 1 and 2 steals, 1 and 5 blocks. Like, they're completely clogging up the middle of the lane. It is impossible to get to the lane consistently against this team. And you got to give a lot of credit to Brooklyn. You know, they've obviously got Kevin Durant, who's a absolutely freak offensive player, right? One of the most talented offensive players to ever play in the NBA. And I don't think that's, I don't think that's outlandish to say. His mid-range game is phenomenal. And that's where, you know, they got a lot of points today. Kevin Durant really led the team. 37 points. 37 points. A lot of it, it's not necessarily from the rim. It's from threes. It's from mid-ranges, free throws. Like, this is a this is a really solid performance, though, from our bigs. They're making things very difficult down low. Uh, and you got to give you got to give a lot of credit 
to Time Lord. They talked about it on the broadcast today, too. But he just makes plays out of nothing. You know, guys drive. I don't even know if they, I think they just see that he's in the area and just randomly throw up a ball and see if he can get to it. I don't even know if they have the full intent of an alley-oop half the time. But he makes plays out of nothing. You know, that one wide-open Jason Tatum three, one of his few misses of the night, uh, actually it was a great, great up-fig drive and find by Grant Williams. Uh, But Jason Tatum missed the three-point shot. Time Lord, out of nowhere, absolutely slams it down. Offensive rebound, putback, slam. Like, these are the types of plays that he is making on a very consistent basis that this team desperately needs. And like I said, you got to give the guy a lot of credit. He's not someone that we're going out calling his number. We're not asking him to do anything he's not comfortable with. He is just playing his game, and he's playing it at a very high level. So a lot of credit's got to go to Time Lord here. Uh, The other starter, though, Marcus Smart. And this is a solid performance. I mean, listen, he had five turnovers. That part, not not ideal. Uh, But 14 points, three rebounds, nine assists. The guy is continuing to be an absolute pest defensively. Whether it be, you know, being paired up against... uh, LaMarcus Aldridge, Claxton at times, uh, even Andre Drummond. Marcus Smart is not giving up any ground. Like just another excellent, excellent performance, uh, including a steal. Uh, But the main thing that you just need to keep looking at for him and his game is the assist numbers. Marcus Smart is the point guard the Celtics need. I'm that's it. I'm I'm done having the argument. I feel like I've been on this train for a while anyway. There's there is so much evidence of this now that I don't see how anyone is still trying to make this argument. Like Marcus Smart is playing at such a high level from a facilitating standpoint. There shouldn't be any question about who our starting point guard should be. Like, I don't think that he's a guy you look to move. And I've been saying this for a long time, and I'll say it one time here very quick and move past it. I am not a fan of the whole three-star, you know, super team thing. Like, I would rather take a team with Jalen and Jason and make sure they have the right guys around them. Marcus Smart, Time Lord, Derek White can be part of that, although he didn't have a great game. But like these are the types of ga- like games where you see that that's a possibility, right? You have guys playing at a very high level together, playing this brand of defensive, you know, attacking the rim mentality. This is the type of performance that you love to see, and you do not get that. When you trade away guys and try to go that three-star route. That's not how teams are built. So I'm going to give a lot of credit to you know our starting core, our starting five. Uh, 
as well as they played. We did get some help off the bench. I'm not going to say it's a lot. Uh, This was one of the games where the Celtics absolutely got demolished as far as bench points. Uh, Two points for Grant, three for Tice, six for Derek White, uh, and three for Pritchard. None of which had really great games. Uh, But... You got to move on. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna dwell on the fact that Daniel Tice went three of eight from the free throw line, uh, but he had s- decent minutes out there. You know, when he was out there, the Celtics were playing at a high level defensively. He made a couple of great plays, had a block. Derek White, solid. You know, one of three got to the free throw line, hit all four of those. The guys are stepping up, and. None of them really played a ton of minutes. This was a pretty starter-heavy minute game. And I don't blame Ime for that. He did go to nine guys tonight, which was good to see. Uh, I think a lot of that was kind of due to the fact that Grant Williams just struggled. Well, he was one of six from the field. Uh, The matchup wasn't great for him against Kevin Durant. Like, it's never going to be great for anybody. I think Jason Tatum did a great job of that. But, you know, in a game like that, it's not a bad thing to put out Tice. Give him some minutes. Uh, But overall, you look at this game, this is as impressive as, as it gets. You know, it's as impressive as it gets. And there are a lot, there are still some things that are happening today that really round out the standings. Uh, and I want to talk about that here. Before we dive into the standings, though, want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. Hoops fans, the latest offer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is too good to pass up. I'm talking between the legs 360 windmill good. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still take your shot at a big payday. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Basketball Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet just $1 on any NBA team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 plus minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited. Minimum $5 deposit. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the TN Red Line. That's 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. All right, guys, time for a new favorite sponsor alert, Venture Greens Nutrition. Venture Greens Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. 
They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Green Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear. And the best part is, all Venture Green's Nutrition's products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States. Check them out at VentureGreensNutrition.com. Use code CELTICSTAKE15, that's CELTICSTAKE15, for 15% off. You won't regret it. All right, so let's dive into some standings watch. This is my favorite part of today's podcast here because the Celtics are making moves, ladies and gentlemen. They are moving up the standings here. Uh, Currently, we are the five seed. Four and a half games back of Miami, who's the who's leading the Eastern Conference right now. However, you look at the rest of the standings. Philly, three games back. Milwaukee, three and a half games back. Chicago, three and a half back. Boston, four and a half games back. We are one game behind both Milwaukee and Chicago for a potential three seed. Just one game. That is super impressive. The better part of that is we are only one and a half games back of Philly at the two spot. And I'm going to be honest right now. I don't really want the two seed. And I know that sounds dumb. I know you obviously should be aiming for the highest seed possible, right? To try and give yourself a little bit more time at home. However, the way the standings look right now, the one seed is going to match up with the eight seed or whoever's the lower seeded of the uh, playing games, which as of right now is Atlanta or Brooklyn. I have a feeling that Brooklyn's probably going to win some games and probably move up a little bit, probably to the seven or eight seed. Right, And if that's the case, that means the Celtics potentially, if we got to the two seed, might have to play Brooklyn. We might have to play Brooklyn in (laughs) the first round. That's terrible. Obviously, we won tonight, uh, and that's a huge win. And it's with Jalen Brown just coming back after an injury. Uh, But... Do you does anyone really want that matchup? To me, seeing Philly take on Brooklyn would be absolutely incredible. Say we were able to to snag the 3 seed. Right now, the Celtics would be matched up against the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's a matchup I would take all day. All day every day. Right? So that right there is kind of where I want to be. I'm going to I'm going to be happy with wherever they land as far as as long as it's, you know, 4 and up. Definitely not going to complain about getting the 2 seed if we can get the 2 seed. But right now, we need to continue winning. We've got a a game and a half up on Cleveland, which is great. Uh but we're only a game and a half back from the 2 seed. Like this Eastern Conference, I'm going to continue to say this Probably going to continue to say this over the next couple weeks here. 
this is anybody's race. This is anybody's game. This is so close from one to six. I mean, obviously Cleveland is not going to make a push for the one seed or probably even the two seed. Making up three games is tough. Uh, But weirder things have happened. The Celtics have made up way more than that over a, a short period of time when we've won 14 of our last 16 games. We've we've definitely made up more than three games. So it's definitely possible. Uh, but that's where things stand. This is a crazy, crazy night. Uh, one of the fun parts about today is that you still have a Suns-Bucks game going on right now. The Bucks could lose to the best team in the NBA right now. Like, Phoenix is... Unbelievable this season. Uh, And they have the best record in the entire NBA by a long shot. Like, by a long shot. They have an eight-game lead over Memphis, who technically has a better record than the Miami Heat right now. So, that goes to show you, they're absolutely destroying teams. And granted, Western Conference, a little bit easier than the Eastern Conference, Weird saying that after years of it not being the case. Uh, But Phoenix is really good. Like, very good. So if they can take out Milwaukee today, right now it's 33-30 as I'm recording this, the end of the first quarter. If Milwaukee loses, we'll be a half game back. A half game back of Milwaukee with potential to continue moving up after we continue this winning streak. And yes, I'm just going to say it. We're continuing this win streak. Uh, but this is a this is a good one. Like we've got two days off here. We go we face off against Charlotte on Wednesday. So we've got Monday and Tuesday off. We fly to Charlotte to play there on Wednesday. So give the guys a little bit of rest. Jalen Brown can rest that ankle up. Jason Tatum can I don't even know. I don't even know if I want him to rest. I want him to stay hot like this because this is just a, a crazy performance. But this is good for these guys. Give them some give them some time to kind of just look through film, get a shoot around in, and just and just continue this. This is a big stretch. We talked about you know the fact that the Celtics really needed to prove that they could compete with the best in the league. And over and over and over, fans have made excuses why one win wasn't impressive, right? No matter how many games we've won in a row, the fact that we have the best defense in the NBA, none of that stuff has mattered for some fans because we've played depleted teams. And while there is some truth to that, you need to just accept the fact that Any team is capable of beating any team on any given night. At the end of the day, all of these guys are NBA players. They're very talented. Some of the best in the world at their sport. And beating anybody is very impressive. And when you're doing it at a clip, like, like the Celtics, you need to give them some credit. And tonight and last and last game for that matter, against Memphis, 
Those are two standout victories against very good teams. Memphis, again, like I just said, has a better record than the Miami Miami Heat, who are leading the Eastern Conference. So we've taken out Kevin Durant and Kyrie, as well as John Morant and the Grizzlies. And I don't care. I don't care what people say about it. This is an impressive win. Uh, And the Celtics need to keep rolling here. There's a lot at stake as far as seeding goes. That's where we're going to wrap things up for today. Uh, Listen, if you haven't done so already, make sure to follow me on Twitter, at NBA Celtics Guy. Make sure to follow our Facebook page, Boston Celtics Till I Die. And more importantly, rate and review the podcast. Five-star written review. Greatly appreciate it. Have a good night, Celtics fans. We will talk soon. I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic.